The following program is listener supported through Consider His Word Ministries. Consider His Word. Consider His Word. Consider His Word. From the heart of the Florida Everglades, this is the Consider His Word radio program. Today we want to encourage you to consider what God says in His Word, the Bible. I'm Pastor Arlen Payne inviting you to join us as we open the Scripture together and consider His Word. Welcome to Consider His Word. Today we're going to be in Deuteronomy chapter 30. And I hope you'll join us today as we open the scripture and consider His Word. I want to remind you about our website at considerhisword.org. Considerhisword.org. There are a number of things you'll find there, but especially I would love to hear from you. And if you'd click on the contact us link and send us a note. Let us know where you're hearing the broadcast today and send us an address. We'll send you one of our little prayer journals. I talk about these every week, so I'm not going to spend a lot of time on this today. But please write to us. Let us know where you're hearing the broadcast. That means so much to us, and we appreciate it. And so you can contact us through the website, considerhisword.org. You can contact me directly at considerhiswordradio at gmail.com. Now, you can also write to us at Consider His Word Ministries, 30290 Josie Billy Highway, Box 40, Clewiston, Florida, 33440. I'll give that to you again. Consider His Word Ministries, 30290 Josie Billy Highway, Box 40, Clewiston, Florida, 33440. We look forward to hearing from you. I'm anxious to get to the scripture today and to get to this message today in Deuteronomy 30. Now, I want to kind of set the stage about what's going on here. Now, Deuteronomy means second law. In the book of Deuteronomy, if you if you read through the scripture, you'll find something that many people don't realize happens. But as you read through the book of Leviticus, and then you read the book of Deuteronomy, you're going to read a lot of the same things. Because what's happening here is in the book of Deuteronomy, the children of Israel are positioned and poised to go into the promised land. They can see it. Moses could see it, though Moses was not allowed to go in, as you remember. And so before they go in, Moses is now telling them, about the law and telling them about the Lord and how to serve the Lord and what God expects of them. Now, remember, when they first tried to go in at Kadesh Barnea, they sent in 12 spies, the Bible says. They were to go in and check out the land, see that it was a good land. God did not send them to make a decision, and yet they did. When they came out, 10 said, oh, we can't do this. We can't go in there. There's giants in there. They'll they saw the land was good. They called it a land flowing with milk and honey, a place where the grapes of Eskel would grow, where they had to carry them out on, on branches between two men. A good land. And I just said, oh, we, we can't go in there. 
Two of them said, yes, let's go. God's given us the land. Let's take it. And because of the unfaithfulness of those ten, God turned them back out into the wilderness where they wandered from 40 years until that generation died off. Now there's a new generation. And Moses is now, again, giving them the law, giving them what God expects of them. In a series of five messages or so, Moses is rehearsing all of these two things to them again. Now, as we get down to the end of the chapter, we see that Moses really begins to try to encourage the people. We get down to the end of the book. You know, Deuteronomy only has, what, 34 or so chapters, uh, something like that. And so there's just a few chapters to go. So as we get down to the end of the book of Deuteronomy, Moses is trying to encourage the people. Now, I want to just read the first three verses to start for now. We're going to read more here in a little bit. But for now, I just want to read the first three verses. So I'm in Deuteronomy chapter 30, beginning at verse 1. And it shall come to pass when all these things are come upon thee, the blessing and the curse which I have set before thee, thou shalt call them to mind among all the nations where the Lord thy God has driven thee, and shalt return unto the Lord thy God, and shalt obey his voice according to all that I commanded thee this day, thou and thy children, and all thine heart, and with all thy soul. That then the Lord thy God will turn thy captivity, and have compassion upon thee, and will return and gather thee from all nations where the Lord thy God has scattered thee. And we see a little bit of a word of prophecy here, speaking about the captivity and about them being scattered. Now, that, that comes sometime later, but what I really want you to see today is the first part of verse 2, where he said, and now and shalt return unto the Lord. We live in a day when we need to return to the Lord. Our nation needs to return to the Lord. I don't know about you, but I feel like our community here needs to return to the Lord. Now, I know some are saying, well, they never, never put the Lord to start with. Well, you know, the churches were stronger. Many people believed. The majority of the people would claim Christ as their Savior and Christ as their Lord. And yet today, atheism is growing. And we're seeing that things that are wrong are being made right. And things that are right are being made wrong. It seems like the world is turned upside down. And I, I, every day I pray for several things. And one of those things is a great awakening in our nation. That in our country we would return to the Lord. That there would be a move of the Spirit of God across people and across their hearts that would cause them to see themselves as they really are. To see their own sin. And that there is a God and they are accountable to Him. And then bow before Him and worship Him and obey Him and return Unto the Lord. Oh, how we need that today. Now, here in as we read this, you'll see that there are several things that Moses reminds them of that he had given them before. So, the first thing I want you to notice is that they are to re- return to the past. He told them to call to mind. Let me read it again. Now shall it come to pass when all these things are come upon thee, the blessing and the curse which I have set before thee, and thou shalt call them to mind among all the nations 
whether the Lord thy God has driven thee. He said, you're going to call them to mind. That means to go back and remember. Now, God had told them about the judgment that they would come under if they did not obey him. He, he told them near the, the beginning of the book about the blessing and the curse. I want to go back and look at it. It's in Deuteronomy 11. And there's more to it than this, but I want to read just a couple of verses. Starting in verse 26 of Deuteronomy 11. He said, Behold, I set before you this day a blessing and a curse. A blessing if you obey the commandments of the Lord your God, which I command you this day. And a curse if you will not obey the commandments of the Lord your God. But turn aside out of the way which I command you this day to go after other gods which ye have not known. And it shall come to pass when the Lord thy God hath brought thee into the land, whither thou go to possess it, that thou shalt put the blessing upon Mount Gerizim and the curse upon Mount Ebal. So he's telling them, we go back to chapter 30 now. He said, I want you to remember the blessing and the curse. God gave them that choice. And, and he would remind them, I want you to choose me, choose what is right. In that same chapter, we go down a little bit th further. Now, I'm, I'm back in Deuteronomy 30. And in that same chapter, a little bit further down, he, God told them in verse 15, See, I have set before you this day life and good and death and evil, and that I command thee this day to love the Lord thy God, to walk in his ways and to keep his commandments and his statutes and his judgments, that thou mayest live and multiply and the Lord thy God shall bless thee in the land whither thou go to possess it. But if thine heart turn away, so that thou wilt not hear, but shalt be drawn away and worship other gods and serve them, I denounce unto you this day that ye shall surely perish, and that ye shall not prolong your days upon the land whither thou possessed, uh, passest over Jordan to go to possess it. I call heaven and earth to record this day against you, that I have set before you life and death, blessing and cursing. Therefore, choose life, that both thou and thy seed may live, that thou mayest love the Lord thy God, and that thou mayest obey his voice, and that thou mayest cleave unto him, for he is thy life and the length of thy days, that thou mayest dwell in the land which the Lord swore unto thy fathers, to Abraham, to Isaac, and to Jacob, to give them. And he's telling them, I want you to go back and remember. Now he reminds them, but he says, I want you to go back and remember what I told you in the past, that there's going to be a blessing if you listen to me, and if you obey me, and if you obey my word, but if you turn away, and go after other gods and serve other gods, there will be a curse that comes upon you. And God tells them, choose life. And I want to encourage you that today. Choose life. Now, we know today that we are saved by faith by the Lord Jesus Christ. And so all of our sin is taken away. All of our sin is forgiven through the death, burial, and resurrection of Christ. That's the gospel. But he's telling them, choose me and choose to follow me. 
all that we can return to the Lord and remember what God has told us in the past, that if we will obey him and follow him, that he will bless us. You know, we on our coins, it says, in God we trust. And sometimes I read that and wonder, do we? Sometimes it's that very coin that people are trusting. Now, when they're trusting that, of course, that's a false God, and they're trusting many other things. And we see a nation that has turned away from God. You see it every day. You see it in the news where people have rejected God. They've rejected right. They've rejected God's word. They've rejected God's way. And now it's time. Would you pray with me for a great awakening that people would return to the Lord? And listen, it begins with you. How is your relationship to the Lord? Is it time to, for you to return to the Lord? And remember the blessings of God that he has passed upon you, the blessings that were promised to Abraham, that in his seed all the world would be blessed. That's about Jesus Christ. Have you trusted him as your own Savior, made him your Lord and Savior, now obeying him and following him? Or you treat the Word of God like a buffet and you kind of pick and choose and pick and choose. You know, it starts by getting into the Word of God, getting back to church, and getting back to an altar of prayer. Oh, that we would bow our hearts before God and call upon Him. And like Daniel, in Daniel chapter 9, confess our sin, the sin of our nation. Confess our sin before a holy and just God where we'll find forgiveness and then walk in Him. And I hope you would pray with me for a great awakening and a return unto the Lord. Thanks for listening. God bless you. Consider his word. Consider his word. Thanks for listening today. Like us on Facebook and visit our website at considerhisword.org. This is Pastor Arlen Payne saying, till next time, God bless you as you consider His Word. The preceding program was listener-supported through Consider His Word Ministries.